What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Mimi Shoneman. This is Tiffany. I'm filling in for Miss Shannon this weekend, or will it today? Good morning. Good to see you again. Thank you. It's just us. It's just us. It's going to be a very intimate show. I'm I'm kind of pumped. We were talking a little bit about what you're going to bring up today. We've got good topics, I think. We have excellent topics every week. We work hard for that. Um, so, folks, you're listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show, and I'm Mimi Shoneman, as Tiffany mentioned, with Remax Results. Um, so we have a, just a bevy of things. And since the weather shifted on us as <laughs> abruptly as it did, we thought it would be important to talk about some healthy home maintenance checklist tips for the fall. And then we are going to talk about uh, things that we wish we would have thought of before we bought our house. And then if time permits, we're going to talk about what's included in a purchase agreement. I'm excited for the things I wish I would have known. I've already got some ideas. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I bet our listeners will, too. So if you do want to call in and chat with us, you sure can. Uh, the number is 651-641-1071. Okay, folks. Um, we usually start off the show by talking about the awesome report from the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors. And so our weekly market activity report for the week ending September 23rd is that new home constructions, new home construction recently fell by to a three year low as higher mortgage rates wah, 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 take their toll on our home builders, impacting affordability and causing production to slow. And according to the U.S. Census Bureau, housing starts dropped 11.3 percent from the previous month, led by a decline in multifamily construction. And all those starts fell more than economists predicted. Building permits increased over the same time period, rising almost 7% from the previous month. Okay, so that's kind of what's going on. We are seeing a lot of folks because our uh, traditional sellers are kind of staying hunkered down. Uh, they've got a lot of equity in their homes. They've got low interest rates. And we're seeing a lot of people flee to new construction because they can predict that. Um, so that's that's that news. Um, in the Twin Cities region, our new listings went down almost 4% to 1252. Our pending sales went down 10% to 894. Our inventory down almost 9% to 8707. Wow. And for the month of August, our median sales price actually kind of stayed flat at 380000 and our days on market increased almost 19% to 32 days. Now, folks, 32 days is a pretty normal time time uh, from the time that you actually, you know, write the offer and it gets accepted to the time that you close and get your keys. So 32 days, that's pretty normal. Um, our percent of original list price is 100% period. Um, so uh, what sellers are typically listing for in the 13-county metro, that's what we're pretty much seeing that they're getting. And our month supply of homes for sale increased almost 16%. Believe that or not, we're at 2.2 months of inventory when a balanced market is between 5 and 6, per, six uh, months of inventory. 
that is kind of it's interesting that we are okay in that regard when you're when you're considering how listings are down and pending sales are down. But well, it wasn't but, very long ago, uh, back in the summer, where we were in the ones. Um, yeah. And so to have two point two sounds like a lot, um, folks. Now you know when as we're heading into the fall, we like to tell our sellers now is a great time for you to start getting your house ready if you're thinking about selling within the next six months to a year. Um, you start planning now, especially uh, very much, especially if you think you're going to be listing in the spring. And now would be a phenomenal time for you to take green photos while we still have green. Um, so if you're thinking about listing or selling, we'd love to talk with you. Feel free to text or email us. You can uh, email Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com or you can text or call 651 651- Five seven eight two two one eight, and with any request about real estate or mortgage, you can call with questions. Yeah, and it's it's not like you're the type of person that that's going to be like, oh, well, now you called me once, and now I'm going to stalk you. You know, <laughs> you can just you can just call Mimi's. Mimi's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, st- no stalking involved. No. Um, so um, Tiffany, you mentioned that. Uh, so Tiffany is a, a broadcaster for sure, but in her professional life, she's also in a different. Pro- profession. Yeah, I'm a loan officer and um I don't want to go into details about the bank or any of that kind of stuff just because this is a sponsored show and all oh, of that sure. good stuff. But yeah, yeah I do I, I I do loans. I I specialize primarily with first-time home buyers and working with assistance programs Perfect. Is, is my area. All right, folks. Well, so this uh, particular report about uh, healthy home maintenance checklist comes from the National Healthy Homes Training Center and Network, a division of HUD. Um, so they have a really good report. If you would like a copy of this report, all you have to do is text that number 651-578-2218 that you would like a copy of it. Um, we will need your email, so be sure and include that. Um, so your yard and your exterior. Let's start talking about this. I don't know how much time we have before the dreaded S word shows mm-hmm, up in, mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Yeah. But all I know is it went from 80 to 50 in like a split second this week. Um, and so the leaves are definitely falling and uh, you've got lots of stuff going on if you are an existing homeowner. Um, so one of the things is. Uh, your yard and exterior to pay attention to all of those things. Um, one of the things you want to make sure is that there's no trip, fall, choking, or sharp edge hazards for when you're walking out there. So uh, pay attention to your edging. Uh, your fence, if you happen to have a pool, you want to make sure that all of that is intact. Handrails. That's one thing that you'll get dinged on sometimes on appraisals and, and, and evaluations and stuff. But check the handrails. Make sure those are sturdy because I'll tell you, I almost took a digger last winter and at the hand and the handrail that I grabbed to was really, really loose. Yeah, and I mean, I, it, you know, so you wouldn't want to have loose handrails no matter where you live. No. Yeah. Um, check for signs of rodents and pests. Oh, yeah. Um, also, any kind of insects now would be a good time to be calling our pest control companies and figure that figuring those things out. Now I will give a, a shout out to the the pest control companies that offer humane ways of reducing that. Really, I didn't know that that was a thing. It is a thing. Um, poison cool. is not cool. Don't no. use poison, folks. That's not cool, especially for the things that eat those pests. Uh, those go down as well. Um, you're going to want to pay attention to your faucets and your hoses. Uh, make sure that those get drained and winterized so that, uh, you know, you're not having frozen pipes coming into the to the house. 
Another thing that you want to do is to clean out your window wells and check to make sure that everything is draining properly. You don't want to have ice built up into your drain wells. And uh, now is a great time to get the leaf blower out and to clean your gutters and your downspouts and get those things all ready. Because you don't need to have ice building back up into your drains. Yeah, and they got the leaves dumping and all that kind of stuff. If you get ahead of it, then it won't be a disaster in February. Exactly. Um, for your basement and your crawl space, um, you're looking for anything that has uh, has wet surfaces. So you want to um, make sure that if you have that, maybe you call a, a wet basement proofing company um, to, to make sure that you're taking care of that before the winter. And um, sump pump and check that the valves are working in that. And again, uh, we we're, we're, think the rodents ended up in two different categories. Um, for your exterior roof, walls, and windows, one of the things is to check your attic vents. Uh, we're coming up on the season of ice dams and things like that. Also check the insulation that's up there. Uh, repair broken and, gl- and cracked glass and clean your dryer vents. And always uh, check the exhaust ducts that they are clear. Yeah, that makes sense, too. And you're going to be all like sealed in. For the winter, you know, you want to make sure those windows are right. Absolutely. Get everything clean. Well, you know what? We're going to come back in just a second. Is there, I want to hear more of the list. And then also we're going to talk about. Things we wish we would have known. What we should have known. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Perfect. (laughs) All right. We're going to be right back in just a moment with the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. If you want to uh, engage with us and my good friend here, Mimi Shoneman, we're talking everything real estate. Uh, you can call us directly, 651-641-1071. We would love to hear your thoughts. We're talking about some things that you can get done this weekend, even today, maybe before the game starts Oh, the around game. the house. I don't know. I can't see people doing these things during the game. Well, it depends on how well the Vikings are doing. <laughs> you know what? Around, around halftime. There we go. Thanks, Ellie. Around halftime. Things may some of change. These, these chores might look attractive. Yeah, just, <laughs> just take the train back to your house and, you know, get on those leaves. Get on <laughs> the leaves. laughing. Uh, clean out these gutters. Ugh, God. Well, I don't know. You know, I've got faith in, in our teams here. I, Yeah. Okay. I'll say no more. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, folks. We're talking a little bit about fall maintenance tips. Uh, I think we we take some predictions here between us ladies. Um how much bef- how much time do you think we have before the first S word shows up and S word four letter? Oh, I word? know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Snow? And it's not there's not an H in it. Um I was going to say that, it's not that <laughs> it's not that four letter S word. Um I we're going to get it within this month. You think so? Yeah. Before the before I, Halloween I or say, after? I say two days before Halloween, just as my costume has arrived from Amazon. Okay. Ellie, will, what yeah. do you think? What do you think? I think it's a strong possibility for within the week of Halloween. I think you might see some frost and light snow as soon as next week, towards the end of next week. Listen oh. to the, all this prognostication. Yeah. Wow. Well, global warming didn't talk to Minnesota. Never we, does. We're not, we're not part of that. Never does. We're not Never part does. of that movement. No, I do. I, I've been talking about this for a while because I, I think that animals give us a lot of clues 
about what's going to happen in, you know, in our world. And the deer have been changing colors since early August. Oh. And I I have said I think we're going to have a, a long and early winter. Okay. So this means that this fall checklist needs to happen fast. Today. <laughs> today. No, yeah. Maybe not today. <laughs> you got a couple weeks. I think you do. Um, all right, folks. So uh, interior walls, ceilings, windows, and doors. Um, you just want to take a look at your windows and your doors. And if they need, if they're creaky, if you can't hardly get them open, you want to lubricate those as needed. Um, now might be a good time to call your your window professional and if might need some replaced. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need a, a pane of glass that needs to be replaced. So those are something to take into consideration. All right. Let's talk about your mechanicals, your plumbing fixtures and your appliances. Um, so I'm going to give you an annual checklist on a few of these things and then fall checklist after. Um, check your washer hoses and connections. That's an annual thing. Um, you can do it more often if you like. Check your dishwasher hoses for leaks. Check your toilet supply shut off valve make sure that that turns easy enough it doesn't when you try to turn it off it doesn't like snap and break and then you really do have to call a plumber um check your shower tub surrounds for any signs of damage maybe you need to recock that maybe you need to bleach that you know black mold that happens to uh different areas of our tubs check that annually and check for the taps the traps and drains under the sinks, tubs, showers, and leaks, and make sure there's nothing plugging those up. You always forget about those, too. You know, those socks just have a miraculous way of showing up in the wrong places. (laughs) They do. So um, for your fall maintenance, for your plumbing and fixtures and appliances, um, check your hot water heater for leaks. You might want to also flush that out because uh, there could be signs of rust. Um, So you want to check that. You don't want that to be leaking when it's cold. Uh, Check your boiler for any leaks check your water main meter or well pump for leaks or sweating you want to get after these things folks because it's no fun to do these repairs in the winter Um, clean your septic tank you do this every two years at least and check your drain and supply time for leaks and check the bath and kitchen fans for operation and now's a good time also to get a really good cleaning on those ceiling fans because who wants those blowing that nasty stuff all over you in the middle of the winter. Yeah, they, it, they, the dust. Tiffany, are you a big cleaner? I, you know, here's the thing. I think I am. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm very organized, but it's not, it's because of my, I, I lose things. I have attention deficit disorder. So okay. if I, I spatially have unawareness a lot of times. So I, I have to have a system. Otherwise, I don't know where the heck the thing went. Right. So when you come to my house, everything is very clean and put away and organized. But to actually clean, okay. like, ugh. Okay. Don't I hate like it. That. Like toilets and ovens and kitchens. No, those annual things. I hate that. Well, toilets a little often, more often. Well, a little, hopefully. Yeah. Ellie, what about yourself? I'm actually very much. In that same category where my house always looks put together, but I the dust when I when I got a bigger house, I never realized how much dust collects yeah. everywhere. And you're just doing nothing. You're just sitting there and all of a sudden right. dust. Don't no, you don't constant. you just hate it? You do clean your house and then all of a sudden you're sitting in your chair having a coffee and there's just particles. And so, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. how'd that happen? You're looking at the beautiful sunlight and then you're like, man, it's dusty in here. Look right. And I just did that. Um, so that's a good sign that you might need to hire a professional to come clean your, your vents. 
Um, and, you know, I would highly recommend if you do that, that they show you before a picture of what it was. And then they show you again afterwards to make sure that you see what the after product is. It's like, okay, yeah, I cleaned your vents. Um, but yeah, it's still happening. Good idea. Well, and how would you know, really? I mean, unless you're like, you know, bugging the vent guy unless, and just like sticking your head in there. Unless it's happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, folks. So your HVAC equipment, now is the time to replace your filters. Um, you might need to do that. How What's the recommended? Every month? Every three? I forget. I think it's every month on a furnace you're supposed to. Who does that? I'm not sure. But you're supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed to. Um, and now's a good time to do it. Um, and also your outdoor, your outdoor air to return to heat recovery ventilation system. Hmm. Um, that's a good time to check that, too. Okay, back to your appliances and maybe back to cleaning. Clean the kitchen range hood screens. Okay, just do it. Um, or do it as needed. They got so much baking grease on them. Right. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to soak those babies for a while. Yeah, right. Um, now's a good time to clean the, the dryer vents and screens as we're approaching. You don't want anything to happen where that gets blocked and you've got to go out into the snow to get that fixed. Um, just do it now. Uh, clean your exhaust fan outlets and screens. Clean the outdoor air intakes and screens. Now's a good time to do that in the fall. Um, also, you want to consider cleaning and tuning your furnaces, boilers, and your hot water heaters. Not that you're going to be doing that yourself, but now's a good time to look for those specials on Google. Um, just Google that you need to have this, that, or the other appliance cleaned and have a maintenance person come out and do it. And you want to clean and tune ovens and ranges. Oh my gosh, that's on this list. And I've never, I didn't even know I you, didn't could, even know do you that. could tune an oven. Why right. do you tune it? I don't know. Like a tuning fork, like a guitar? I really don't know. All right. Um, and so when you need a professional, that's when you have, you're working on your air conditioner, your furnace and water heater, and your oven and ranges. Yeah, I, I think you would have to um, because I, I have no idea how you tune an oven. I don't either. Maybe someone can call in. Yes. If they know how to tune an oven, you can reach us at 651-641-1071. Okay. Your electrical equipment. Fall is the time to check for damaged cords. Um, also, you want to test outlets for proper hot, nat- neutral, and ground. Um, that's an annual thing that you want to do. Like if, if you ever walked into a, a room and all of a sudden the outlet plate is a little warm to the touch when you turn it on, mm. that's a sign that maybe things are overloaded and you want to definitely get that checked yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to have a fire. That would be really horrible. Um, and check your smoke and carbon monoxide carbon monoxide alarms in the fall you really want to do that i think you should do that quarterly but definitely do it into the fall as we're heading in now if your carbon monoxide and your smoke detectors are over 10 years old or if they look yellow to the just to the view them you you should go ahead and replace those because 10 years is kind of their natural life and you don't want it to be on the end of their natural life and then you have an episode with a fire that would be really really horrible um, now, for your garage, ensure that you are storing your fuel cans properly, uh, proper operation of garage door and safety shutoff, and check again in your garage for signs of rodents because that'll be their first place that they try to make a bed, and then they'll try to get into your house. Again, um, call our friends that do humane uh, rodent and, and stuff relief. And last but not least, for your fall checklist, 
is your attic. We're looking for rodents up there and bats, um, any kind of bugs. Uh, check for water damage and ensure that the insulation is in place and check that fans still exhaust to the outdoors. And squirrels, too. Another one you got to kind of watch. They love to crawl into crawl spaces. Right. And they love to chew on little vents and little coils and exactly yes they love it um and i will say for one last final thing is if you had ice problems last winter and it was an issue for you now might be a good time for you to call a professional and get some additional insulation up there it's still not too late to do that i would really recommend it too because it's fixing any problem in the winter on your house you're automatically increasing the cost because i mean things are frozen it's it's hard to operate. You know, the, the the hours are limited. If you can knock it out now and avoid a problem, wow. Absolutely. Now, if you'd like to get a copy of this list, all you have to do is text uh, home maintenance list to 651-578-2218. Fantastic. And you know what? We're going to be back in just a second. And we have a fun, interactive topic. I think it's fun um, that Mimi is going to spring on us. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about things that we wish we would have known before we bought our house. Yeah. I've got a list already. I think I think other people will as well. Hey, stay tuned. We will be right back with the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You're listening to My Talk 1071. Ah, uh, Taylor Swift. Do you think she's in town today? Ellie, do you know? I, I don't know yet. I doubt it, but I'd be interested to see if she is. They try to keep it under wraps until like the pre-footage. I bet she's in our ladies' room right now. <laughs> and no one's telling us. Okay. Somebody go quick. <laughs> Ellie, run, go. Go, us. run, run. Oh, run. I will. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm excited for this topic because I have lots of ideas about this list. Um, and budget. we're always adding to this list. So, so this is one that I think is really fun uh, for all of our listeners to call in with what you think that you wish, now that you bought a house, yep. what you wish that you would have done different or what you wish you would have researched or, or w- you just wish you would have known. And you can reach us and, and talk to directly to us and share your experiences at 651-641-1071. Um, yeah. And if you, and let's say you've owned many houses, what was, what would you go back and tell first time home buyer? yourself oh yeah <laughs> you know what i mean or, or second a move up buyer or move down buyer what would you do differently mm-hmm. if you could do it again mm-hmm. all right um so we're going to just kick this off and we're going to wait for all of our great listeners to call us in because because we are not at the game yet you might be on the way we can still take your call yeah um so be sure and and, and join us for this okay so here's one of the things that i think that a lot of my buyers have expressed to me is that they don't know what anything costs mm. and they, you know, so they get into This is especially important when somebody is looking at a house and when, when people think that it doesn't matter how your house presents, um, you're like, it's got, it's a seller's market. It's just going to sell. It just doesn't matter. It does matter because buyers, especially if they've never bought a house before, they don't have any idea what a water heater is going to cost. Okay, so the one of the things that's really important, I think, is to figure out, okay, so if you hate the kitchen, you you know that you want an updated kitchen before you're, you're looking, you need to go to some of the, the remodeling uh, companies, go to the big box stores, and take a look. Okay, so this is how much a refrigerator, a stove, a cabinet package is going to cost. Uh, because honestly, I think most people think that it's going to be a million dollars, or they think it's going to be 
a grand. You know what I mean? Or they think it's going to be a lot less expensive, too. I've had people, like, estimate what a furnace would be, like, $50,000. They're like, <laughs> oh, my God. But they have no no yeah. basis to, yeah. to figure out what that actually is. Okay, so your kitchen and bath remodel items, you, you should go ahead. If you're thinking about buying, go ahead and start looking at what that is so that you know when you're in a space, okay, that's going to cost this. Um, if I have to change that, um, you know, so, so many, so many of our buyers are so visual and when you walk into something and it looks dated to them, you know, it's so fascinating because one buyer will look at something and say, oh, that's cool. That's vintage. And another will be like, absolutely not. It's coming out um, and have no idea whether they're handy, whether they can do it themselves. You know, they've been watching a lot of YouTube, a lot of HGTV so be sure and check those out. Also, changing out light fixtures. If you want to change your world, change your light fixtures. I am so not kidding. When you walk into a house that's got some really dingy or, or kind of dated light fixtures, they're so not expensive. And I'm going to just give a plug to our friends at Menards. They have great stuff. They do. And have- I just did. I just bought a little place. And I that was the first thing I did was change the lighting in the dining room because it was so dark and it was like one of those frosty three bulb one of the bulbs was burnt out tons of dust you know it had just been there for a really long time it looks like a completely different room it does it It really does and it was about 150 dollars. exactly um everybody can afford to change lighting out um even if you're coming in 100 percent, put it on your christmas list uh that you want a gift certificate to a store so that you can get lighting now you tiffany you changed that out yourself, mm-hmm. right? You well, didn't hire a professional, or you did? Okay, you had a friend. Real, real talk, I'm I'm sleeping with a professional. Oh, um, I, I just... <laughs> well, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a construction worker and a, and a contractor and a carpenter and all that stuff. So, okay, so he helps me with the you light. Have he a help... friend. I have a fr- yes, a you friend. Have a friend. <laughs> you changed that out for you. I have a friend. Okay, yeah. perfect. We we all hope to have friends that are handy. Yes. Um, when we're moving into a place, <laughs> um, here's the other tip that you know. I think when people walk into a house, if you're a seller, um, and you are thinking, okay, what can I really do that's kind of on the low budget to make my house spruced up a little bit? Changing out your lighting is is a, seriously a, a great thing to consider. Absolutely great. And the next thing is if your kitchen is dated, changing out the fixtures, handles, and knobs. Okay, again, you can get you can get hardware for bags of like thirty dollars for ten ten handles. Um, you know, I'm not saying that $30 isn't a lot, especially if you're not on a, on a budget, but if you know, okay, that kitchen doesn't work for me because I find it to be ugly, then this is one of the things you can do. And folks, you can give yourself permission to paint your cabinets. You absolutely can do it. And it's, it's such a nice facelift too. A hundred percent. All right. One yeah. I just want to throw in that we did have a caller who really wanted to note she got trapped in a bad association after downsizing. Mm. So she wanted to throw out there, if you're if you're moving, you check out those housing associations. We were talking about that, yeah, off the air. Did she say, Ellie, like what was the issue with the association? She said that she's already been leveled with a degree of fees that prompted litigation. Oh, oh brother. Oh, darn. Okay, folks, so let's talk about it since our caller called. Um, when you are buying a property in Minnesota, you have 10 days to review the homeowners association documents, their rules and regulations, 
their their budget, their finances, all of those things. And you can get out of the purchase agreement completely within those 10 days. Um, I would love to have talked to our caller a little more about what the issue was, but that is your time to do your due diligence about homeowners associations and they're all different. Well, and particularly the thing, if you, if you're like, and if you've ever looked at homeowners association documents, they're thick and they're kind of cumbersome to go through. Basically the main thing, at least that I want to know, what are the reserves? What does the association have in reserves? And do they have at least 10% of the value, what I would approximate the value of the whole property to be roughly in reserves? And if they're less than that, it is cautionary, not a no, because like I'm a St. Paul girl. And so there's often homes that were like old Victorians, right? That have been converted into four and six condos, small units. So small informal associations, but you really do want to check because you're, you're all in it together. If there's major repairs and the list that Mimi was going through, if you're in one of those more informal associations, you want to make sure they were doing that fall checklist. Well, the other thing too, is you want to make sure that they've been doing consistent, uh, consistent improvements in the community. Um, also, one of the things that's important about the HOA to look at is uh, people who have, you know, are there any uh, deficiencies? Have people not been paying? Cause, yep. Because when we were in the down market, that was one of the clues, whether or not a development was stable or not, is uh, the number of people who had not been paying into the fund. Now, trust me, that can that can really wreck a homeowners association mm-hmm. quickly. And you also want to be cautious because they, if you owe money and if you're behind on your mortgage, there are certain protections as a consumer because it's a home. The associations, not so much. The associations, depending on how they're written, they can accelerate things quite quickly. They can foreclose faster sometimes than than a bank could for non-payment. So you have to be very careful on those. Absolutely, uh, foreclosures. Uh, you you can't just stop paying the HOA. They they'll come after you faster than your bank will. Oh, yeah. All right. So thank you, uh, our anonymous caller, for calling us with that great, great uh, piece of information, because it's very, very relevant. And if it's happened to you, it's happened to other people and people are thinking about it. So thank you very much. Um, The other thing about uh, your kitchen and estimates for improvements, you want to definitely know what the big ticket items are. Are going to cost you yeah um, for instance uh, your HVAC now I've had people say oh my gosh the HVAC is gonna cost $25,000 well maybe it would depending on how big the house is and, and all the bells and whistles that you get on your system but maybe you could find one for $5,000 to replace it now if you've got an old system Depending on how long the seller has been on the market, maybe that's something that you can negotiate right. with uh, seller paid closing costs. Or get a warranty or something like that if you want a little assurance. Get a little home warranty. You can definitely purchase those. Uh, those vary in prices. And Centerpoint is also a good one to check with right. as far as like uh, coverage on your appliances and your mechanicals. Um, the thing that people don't know, the cost of the roof. Nobody knows what a roof costs. If you've never had to buy one, how would you know? Right. And it could be a variety of different things. Or you could pray for hail like I did. Um, and that worked. Um, so, um, but in all seriousness, roofs are at least going to be 15000 when you say, Tiffany? Oh, yeah. For a small house. And then go all and the that's, way up. And that's a not complicated roof with a lot of pitches and all that stuff. That's pretty straightforward. 10, exactly. 15. Yeah. Yeah. But you might have a friend like Tiffany does. I do. That could come and do a roof for you. I'm not good at saving money, but uh I'm saving big money. <laughs> Caught with a friend. Okay. Um driveway maintenance. 
they do crack in the winter. You definitely want to take a look at those and see what that's going to cost. Um, water heaters. They're going to be about $1,200, y'all. Go to Costco or Sam's Club or Lowe's or Menards, one of the one of the big stores that sells these things. Just spend some time taking some notes, walking up and down, you know, the cabinets. Okay, do I like those? What's yep. the quality and the finish? And a difference between like the pressed wood versus a, a nice hardwood. All of these things are really good information to know ahead of time. And start a little folder in your phone. That's what I did. You know what I mean? And then idea. save it all there. Because also, too, you want to live in a place a little bit before you change too much. Um, yeah, this is a really good list. Yes. And we'd love it if you call and give us some of your tips or some of your questions. Um, so we also, uh, the appreciation ratio and the turnover of the neighborhood. Um, one of the things that some of the people have told me is they had no idea how many homes were on the market, how many canceled, how many sold in the last six months. Folks, when you're buying a house, your real estate professional needs to do a market analysis for you so that you know exactly what has sold there, so that you know whether or not you're making a good offer, a smart offer on a property. And that should also include actives, pendings, and solds uh, so that you're aware of exactly what's going on. Uh, you le- also need to know your days on market and the percent of original list price that the sellers in the area are getting. That's great advice. Okay, you know what? The conversation is going to continue. We're going to take a quick break. This is the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Again, you can call us 651-641-1071. Ah, the weekend. I love this song. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You are listening to My Talk 1071. And I'm talking to my good friend Mimi Shoneman. We're right in the middle of the discussion of what I wish I would have known. Absolutely. What should I have known before I bought a house? There's so many things, honestly. Um, one of the things that I, that came to my mind was the dishes in your cabinets. Okay. So you buy, uh, say that you're a collector of, of serviceware. Oh, okay. And you like know, China like and all that China. stuff. Mm-hmm. And you've got big serving platters. You got, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, is the, you know, is your cabinet going to hold that? It, is the platter too big? Are your plates bigger than what the width is of your cabinet? Isn't that annoying? Yeah. I, I, Very I, annoying. I, you're saying that, and I'm like, where is she going with this? And I'm like, no, literally, I'm having that Am problem I talking right to now. You? <laughs> no, you're speaking to me right okay. now. Yeah, I've got a turkey serving platter that doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's While that's not the end of the world, it, yeah. it definitely is something that if... It's just a, one of those minor annoying mm-hmm. things that happen. Okay. Um should you have a survey while you're having your home inspection? Um, maybe, for sure, if you have acreage. Um, oh, a survey as far as a, like survey a, a surveyor coming out to the land and yes. making sure the lines are all right. Gotcha. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you really know whose fence is on the property? Right. Could it be multiple people own different pieces of that fence? What happens if that person, that homeowner, that's your neighbor, wants to do something about that. What if they question where the property line is and they say that you're, you know, you're enc- enc- encroaching onto their property line? You you would really want to know these things ahead of time. Yeah. Also, shared things. Oh, yeah. Shared wells, shared driveways. Especially shared driveways. Yes. Like in cabin country, too, you see that a lot where you have to pass over someone's property to get to yours. Yes. Well, what if someone sells? Can I get to my cabin? Folks, you need to have a written agreement. Yep. It needs to be written because that can be a problem. 
um, you know, who is going to shovel? Up to what point will they shovel? Um, who's going to maintain the well, the quality of the well? What happens if the pump goes out? What happens if uh, the well water needs to be shocked? There's just a whole lot of things. So if you're sharing something, there really does need to be a written agreement. Um, I get asked all the time uh, with buyers that, okay, so what I really want is a safe neighborhood. I want you to take me to a good neighborhood. I want you to show me things that are are great, that are going to have good appreciation. So in real estate, there's a term called steering. Yeah, Licensed realtors cannot do that because your definition of what a good, a safe, a pretty, that's subjective. And so it, I tell folks, you want to definitely check the schools out by going to schools.org. Uh, you call the police department to see if there's any crime. All right. And I think we've got Anna on the phone. Is it Anna or Anna? Anna. Anna, welcome to the show. Did you have something to share with us about uh, some, some life experience, perhaps, on a, on a home purchase? Well, I was wondering when a person new to a city moves into the city, whose responsibility is it for the new homeowner to check the ordinances of the city? Or if they move in and they don't know, and then a homeowner who sees the violation has to call the city about the code ordinance. Is it the buying or selling agent who should make known the new homeowner what the rules are? Okay, can you be a little more specific about the situation, Anna? Okay, so if there's um, someone who's moved in and they've got like a lot of junk around the yard and stuff, okay, and uh, who's if the city ordinance is for that to be cleaned up, whose job is it to make them known that known? to the city ordinance? I'd say that the onus is on the buyer, the buyer to do the research. Now, we always su- suggest that you drive a neighborhood um, and door knock, right, left, front, back, ask the neighbors, how is it to, to live here? A neighbor will tell you anything and everything and more than you ever wanted to know yeah. about a house, about a neighborhood. Um, a seller, if it's a material fact, a seller should have to disclose that if they have knowledge of it. Um, some sellers don't have knowledge about different ordinances. I don't even think that's on the seller's disclosure statement, to be honest with you. So it really does fall, Anna, on the buyer to do their due diligence about all the things about the house itself, about the neighborhood, about the community, uh, about the state, about everything. Right. It does fall on the buyer to do that research. Yeah, if there's something wrong with the property itself, they've got to tell you, but I don't know that local ordinances are really disclosed in that way. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so maybe something you want to look into. Good question. Okay. It was an excellent Good question. Okay. And we think we thank you for calling and, and for listening to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Excellent question, really. Yeah. Um, it, because I never thought of that, but yeah, no, really there isn't. Is there? No, there really is not. Um, And you can drive yourself crazy about that. So it's, you know, location, location, location is for is said for a reason. That's the one thing that you can never change. Um, The second thing you can really never change is is who are your neighbors going to be? Mm -hmm. And you want to live in harmony. Everybody has a has a goal of making their home their their respite. Uh, you don't want to go into uh, a neighborhood where there's chaos already. So uh, trust me when I say. Right, left, front, back, knock on the neighbor's doors. 
and they will tell you what you need to, to know and, and drive that neighborhood um, several times during different time periods, different days yeah. to see the activity that's coming and going. Traffic, noise. And the condition of which the neighbors keep their property will make a difference to you. Um, we've had people say, I can't stand it here. My neighbor never mows the yard and keeps junk out there. I, there's nothing I can do. I've offered to even help. We've had people say, I've even offered to help and do it myself for them and not accepted. So that due diligence period is is definitely something that people wish they would have done. Um, now, as far as like, uh, you know, directions, you had a great tip during the break. Yeah. Um, you know, knowing which direction the front of your house faces right. is really important, especially during cold winters. I, north facing driveways drive me insane. I lived in a home, never thought about it. Everything was great about it. The rent was great. The the Everything was great. Moved in and all every spring i would watch my neighbors across the street from me just outside in the sun playing with a driveway free of ice and mine is just constant ice so especially if it's one of those um garages that's a tuck under or it slopes down mm. and then no sun and it faces north just be cautious you're going to go through a lot of sand and salt with okay. a property like that that's a great tip and also you mentioned for uh, people who are gardeners yeah you definitely want to, you know, if that's something that's important to you. Look at the light in the room. You're seeing the house itself. Like, I'm a gardener, right? I, I wanted to know what the light was going to be kind of in the morning and kind of at night. And um, north-south facing houses aren't great for gardening necessarily for indoor plants. You want east-west. Usually. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something that I would never think to do, the the direction of a house. But it's, for someone who uh, for lives me, in a cold a- climate, it's very important to think about. Yeah. Um, so we're adding that to our list. So thank you, Tiffany. All right. I made the list. You made the list. Yeah. Um, folks, we'd love to invite you, if you're thinking about selling, to talk about what the value of your house is, um, to get some green photos right now before the snow flies. Smart. All you have to do is request a, a consultation, and it's free and no obligation. You can do that by either email Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com, or you can do it by phone, call, or text 651-578-2218. And, of course, you can use the keyword here at my talk, which is Red Hot. Fantastic. Thanks again so much. And, uh, yes, you've been listening to the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Tiffany Norton filling in for the lovely Miss Shannon Paul. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And, uh, yeah, feel free to connect with us after the show as well.